Oh, <laughs> 
and with the imagination he's giving you to see him. To see this awesome God bigger than life. With love for you that's bigger than the moon. See him. Just take time right now to see him. To see yourself sitting in the midst of him. Sitting on his lap. And his love for you is penetrating everything that you are. Yeah. Close your up. Don't look at what you see naturally. Go past there. And see him. Now tell him I love you. Yeah. He's right there. Just look him. Look him. In his face. I know he don't have any features in the nose or whatever, but you can just imagine his face and say, I love you. I love you. Wow. Hmm? Now open your eyes. Come on in, sis. Wow, what an icebreaker, huh? Yes, yes, no. Yes. Yes. Until you break the ice. Break the ice of your complacency. Yes. Of what you say. Of what you see in every day. can make the choice. It's just that simple. When you worship, you have a choice to go to another place and not be in the superficialness of the enthusiasm of worship, but you can actually worship your, to another place where he's there and you can touch him. Home ministry was designed to take you to another place. He didn't need another, just another ministry. He needed a home where you could go to another place. And our doctor and those ministers that's connected to this ministry is, is called to take you to another reality in him. The ice is broken. It was shattered. It, he broke the, the atmosphere through worship. But you, you didn't quite know how to realize it. And I just wanted to help you. So bless you this morning. Bless you this morning. Bless you for being here. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you for coming out this morning. Bless you. We're going to change up the program this morning. We want to go straight into the Word. We don't want to lose this. We don't want to lose this momentum. We, don't want, to, we want to keep in the vein of what God is doing. So come Sister Ali. Sister, Dr. Ali James, the founder of Home Ministries, Online Ministries. 
felt that the Lord had called her to minister to those who are broken and need to be healed. And this morning we are just a representative of the healing that God wants to take place in his people or to do in his people. And so as she comes, keep your heart at the same place. Don't move. Don't shift. Because if anything we're going, we're going to go deeper. Amen. Don't lose sight of God even as she comes and she speaks. Keep your eyes on him. Come, Sister Ali. Dr. Ali. I don't want to give you that. Shift the moment. All the glory of his presence.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your presence in this place. Thank you, Lord God, for what you're about to do. We give you praise as you bless your words to our hearts. Open our hearts, our ears, our minds, that we may receive what the Spirit says. Lord God, may we be obedient to your command, and we thank you for your presence in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, our theme for this third annual retreat is abiding presence adorned with Christ. And I remember Moses telling the Lord he would not go unless his presence went with him. And if we, someone please find Exodus chapter 19, 10 and 11. Louder, please. And Moses said unto the and the Lord said unto Moses, Go unto the people and sanctify them today and tomorrow, and let them wash their clothes, and be ready against the third day. Thank For you. the third day the Lord will come down in the sight of all the people on the mountain. Yes. And what the Lord told me was be ready unto the third day. And this is the third day that we are gathering. And what I saw him do in the first two days is that he has prepared us for this third day. Moses told them, the Lord is going to appear, but sanctify yourselves unto the third day. And on this third day, we have been experiencing his presence throughout. But he has done some groundwork, some preparation, some cleaning, some setting us apart. He has done that. You know, when we were growing up as children, and maybe even till now, we still do have that put-away room. You know, nobody is allowed to go in there. It's just kept, you know, almost like sacred. You know, certain dishes, cups, sauces, whatever, they are set apart. And... That's what the Lord has done this weekend. He has set us apart, kind of put us away. And I brought um, two samples here. One is bone china, and one is fine china. And in transporting it, the, the handle got broken on this one. But that's what God is doing with us. He has set us apart. And he's making vessels out of us. Bone china, there is a little difference. Uh, one is a little whiter than the other. Because it has an added, um, they call it ash that went into the making. But they are both expensive pieces of, of um, vessels set apart. 
I want us to consider ourselves as fine china and bone china. Something about china. It's in that special room set aside because it is considered special. And that's what God considers us as, being special to him. And like I said, in the process of transportation, the hand got broken. We, through storms, through circumstances, are sometimes so fragile that we get broken. But it's still valuable. And when we are broken in God's hands, it doesn't change our value. As a matter of fact, it makes us even more usable because he sees us in that light where he, the one songwriter said, break me, melt me, mold me, and fill me. When we are broken, we can either be pliable or we can be malleable. We're pliable where he can fix us and make us into what he wants us to be. And sometimes malleable because he has to hammer us. He has to pound us before he can get us to the point where he wants us to be usable. Fine china, a bone china, fragile, but they are cherished. Your parents say, don't touch that. That's for the visitor coming in. And even as we are preparing to have a tea later on this year, we're going to be pulling out some fine china and some bone china and stuff. But those vessels are cherished. How do we place ourselves in God's hand so he can cherish us? Cherish us for his use, for his purpose. The, the bone china and the fine china are taken out on special occasions. He wants to take us out and to display us. How will we seem to him when he displays us? Think of who wants to display us. The king of kings. And when we are adorned in his presence, when we abide in his presence, he adorns us to where he can display us. For special occasions. Turn our Bibles to Revelation chapter 4, 1 through 11. Abiding presence adorned with Christ. Revelation 4, 1 through 11, if someone will please read. The first little creature was like a lion, 
The second was like an ox. The third had a face like a man. The fourth was like a flying eagle. Each of the four little creatures had six wings and was covered with eyes all around, even under its wings. Day and night, they never stopped saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Whenever the living creatures give a glory, honor, and thanks to him who sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. They lay their crowns before the throne and say, You are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive the glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they were created and have their being. And if we go back to the first couple of verses, John is saying he was taken in the spirit. And this is what he saw in the presence of God. And we're talking about his abiding presence. When we get into the throne room, I really want you to close your eyes and visualize that scene that John just described. Jasper. Someone read that verse that speaks of Jasper. For a second place. He who sits there at the appearance of Jasper. He who sat there. We're talking about the king of kings. And Jasper is a multicolored, transparent stone. Visualize him sitting there. We're in his presence. We're abiding in his presence so that we can be dressed in him. Transparent, multicolored. He had the appearance of Jasper. The next thing is that there was a rainbow mm -hmm. around the throne. And every time we think of the rainbow, we think of hope. We think of God's promise to us. There was a rainbow around the throne. Enter his throne room in your, in your mind, visualize. Then there were 24 thrones and elders. See them there. What do you think they had in mind? Sitting there, looking at this one who appeared like Jasper. And then the elders had white robes. Purity. Purity. These past two days, we got some dross out. We got some dirt out. And now we are sanctified unto the third day. We want our white robes. That sign of purity. Visualize it. They had golden crowns. Royalty, gold for endurance, will not decay. See, our crowns help to protect our mind. And we have to be transformed while we're in His presence. See His glory. Whatever you do this morning, just visualize him. He gave us the privilege to get into that throne room, to see him there with one purpose in mind, to be adorned in him, 
to dwell in his presence and to see what he will do and can do if we keep our minds stayed on him. A golden crown. And then around the throne, see it there, is a sea of glass. We're abiding in his presence. Almost look like a whole sea of just ice. Transparency again. Round about the throne. And then there were living creatures. You see them? Bowing down. Saying holy. We're in his presence. Living creatures. There is no death. No decay. Everything is alive when we enter into his presence. We see his glory. Will someone read verse 8, please? Revelation 4, verse 8. Each of the four living creatures had six wings and was covered with eyes all around, even under his wings. Day and night they never stopped saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is, is to come. Hallelujah. Eyes were everywhere. So everything could be observed. Yes. And that's what he wants us to do. Have our eyes focused. And wherever he says we are to look, we are going to look, we are going to observe, and at the same time, we are giving him glory. Singing holy. We are in his presence. We want to join them. Praise God. And sing with them. Holy. Holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Hebrews 13, 8 says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Verse 8 says, who was and is and is to come. Who could it be that could give us a glimpse into the future but God himself, who is to come? And now we are being adorned with his righteousness, with his white robe, so we can, verse 11. You are worthy, our Lord and God, Hallelujah. to receive glory yes. and honor and power. Yes. For you created all things, all things. and by your will they were created yes. and have their being. Yes. See, when we are in his presence, when we visualize all that he has to do, when we visualize his throne room, we get a different mindset. Oh, yes. So we stop focusing on ourselves, we stop focusing on what is around, and we say, you, Lord, are worthy. Mm -hmm. You are worthy to receive all glory. And that can only happen when we realize we are in his presence, abiding in the vine, abiding in Christ, abiding in his presence. We are robed in his righteousness. And this morning, the third day, we have set ourselves apart so we can be like fine china. So that when he robes us in his righteousness, we are ready to say, Lord, you are worthy. Oh, thou art worthy and worthy alone. Blessed in thy presence. We worship before you. Oh, thou art worthy and worthy alone. He wants to bring us to that place where it's none of us. But it's all of him telling him he is worthy because he created us for his glory, for his purpose, so that he alone could be exalted. None of us, but all of Christ, adorned with Christ, abiding in his presence. Oh, the glory. Oh, your 